So far in the Parak of Schwartz gave one reason to explain what what is it that takes away from us that Shifa to grow. Thanks. What is it that takes away our Shifa to grow, our aspiring for greatness and so on? What happens to us? Why did that happen? And we were learning that it comes from a basic lack of belief that Yad Hashem like Kotsulahishia. We believe in ourselves, we think it's up to us, and we are very weak. Each person has certain kaiches, is missing certain kaiches and talents and so on. But we judge ourselves entirely by our own weaknesses and our, our own strength and weaknesses. And and we're very limited, that's true, we are limited. And we become we become doomed to our interpretation of those limitations as defining who we are. And we're limited. And not only that, but because oftentimes because of things that we've heard people tell us that are not even true. That you're you're dumb, you're this, you're this, you're that. So many of many many of the of the of those of those things that we, of those limitations, and not even limitations, not even we started to tell a person. But it all adds up to a very pathetic matzav of a person feeling that there's really, there's really a certain ceiling to what he could accomplish in the world, based upon his true talents or how people perceive his talents to be. But that's it, so that's what I could do. I'm doing my best. I'm doing my best. <clears throat> And all of us would be very sad at the thought of some brilliant, brilliant person that's sorting mail for his entire life. And that's what he does for a living. Not that there's anything, God forbid, wrong with doing that. And and uh, there are many fine people that do that. But And, and it, doesn't, it also doesn't mean that a person's job is who he is. I'm using it only as a marshal. Because you, you could have any honest living. That's ridiculous. That's not who you are. I'm just as a marshal. If you have a person... He has a brilliant mind. All he does is sort mills. Not like he goes home afterwards and he's and he's working on uh, on inventions or anything. So that's all he does. So we'd say, Ach, it's so chaval, so chaval. Where we we feel we feel the the strength of those limitations. Meaning, we feel we feel disempowered and weakened by those limitations because we don't believe in God. If we would believe completely in God, then we would know that the same way that I can't walk one step, I can't breathe without God, Hayad Hashem Hashem, that if I do the best I can, and then as far as what could be beyond that, sky's the limit. Not even. Right? So one reason for our, our lack of of Shaifas, our, our our very very modest Shaifas. One reason for that is that we're lacking in, in that basic belief in that Kaddish Baruch Hu that the emissaries that meet Sidenu we can't do anything, we can't accomplish anything. Everything's the Baruch Shlomo, and all we have to do is to demonstrate our desire to work hard and to try. And then the Baruch Shlomo takes us. So, and even that's where we learned even the tzaddikim themselves could never have become such tzaddikim. And when we look at these people and say, how could a person live like that? It's not possible. The answer is, you're right. It's not possible. It's not possible. 
So how could it be? The Torah says, there's a creator. And the, the more we believe in that, the more we strengthen our amuna in that reality of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, that every single second of my life, my, my breathing, my thinking, my moving, my talking, every single second is mamish, mamish from HaKadosh Baruch Hu, then I know that all I could do is the best that I feel within my abilities to do, but I could I could have tremendous shifas for more. Again, not in an unhealthy way, but only in a healthy way, knowing that Hashem is Baruch could do anything. But there's a second reason. See Bashni, the middle of page Sadiq Aleph. We have a Kabbalah in the name of the Vilna Gain. The Gros said, the stubborn person will be successful. If you're stubborn, you'll, be, you'll succeed. What we can derive from what they say in the Vilna Gain's name is that someone who is not stubborn will not be Metzliach. Will not succeed. This applies to every single area of life. Let's imagine. On the first day of school, the parents send the little boy off to learn in Cheder. The boy comes home, and he says to his father, three words. The boy comes home with and he says, I heard the other people that do that, it's not for me. It's not for me. School. Chayd is not for me. It's lo b'shvili. V'ha'av b'shamah is divay b'no. And when the father hears what his son says, Me'giyah miyad l'maskanah nechretzis, he comes to the immediate clear conclusion, B'nizah e'ni yech l'mad b'chayd ar-ragil. Oh, you hear? Yanki said, it's not for him. It must be that Yankee can't go to a regular cheder. We're going to have to find some other type of replacement, special place, whatever it might be. Yankee says he can't. He says it's not for him. We have to find him a special mezgeris, some special framework for, you know, for him. It's not, he's not going to go, he can't go to the regular cheder. How do we know that? Because he said it's not for him. Kamuvan. Anybody who hears such a story, he would come to the conclusion that the father is uh, the father is not the father's something's wrong with the father. And the father maybe needs a special could need some special education. There's nothing wrong with the boy, but there's something wrong with the father to say. The boy comes from Bukhay, this is it's not it's not school's not for me. The father says not for him. Why is it that we look at the story of the father making such a decision based upon the child's statement? Why do we look at that as something which is strange? Why? Because we say all the boys are going to Why would this child, to us he seems to be a regular, normal, happy child, a healthy child, why wouldn't it be for him? Just because Yankee came home and he had a bad day 
whatever it is, he didn't answer the question, or his rabbi yelled at him, or he, in the recess he didn't throw the ball, well, whatever it might be. So he wasn't much liach that day. Just because he didn't have a good day, we should take him out of out of that misgeris, out of that way of life, that framework where all the boys are going to, just because he had one bad day. Where everybody, all the other boys are going, and he seems to be perfectly fine. He had a bad day because that would take him out from school. And only that was the first day of school. Everybody's first day of school, almost everybody's first day of school is horrible. Or the second day, maybe the first day is not as horrible. I still remember my first day in yeshiva. I remember it so clearly. It was a, they don't have any yeshivas in that neighbor now. It's called Jamaica in Queens. So I remember it so clearly with it, having a sticker on my name. And, and uh, I, I couldn't believe that my mother was doing that to me. And I, I could still feel, I could, when I think about it, I could remember my mother was kissing and hugging him in the car and taking him and walking out and stopping again. I know what's going on here. And, and, and to go into this building, this horrible-looking building. And so, because of that, so Maisha comes home and says, Mommy, it's not for me. Yes, Taco, it's not for you. So you'll, you'll we'll have, now they have like home, you know, the homeschool stuff is not for you, school is not for you. Adam Shechaikach, the last said, anybody that lives this way, Klape Atzmai, a person who, who lives this way, with, in, in, forget about his child, with himself, lives this way, who misken gadol, is Rachmanis. Anybody who lives this way, there are people that are like that, it's Rachmanis. Chol Dover B'chol Inyan, Hamaydeh Eshlo Odas, and Huyachlo Olo, this person, this person measures everything in his life. How does he decide whether he could do something or not? You have a person who thinks like this. If other people, if everybody can do this, then I could also do it. Next page, Sadiq Beis. If, if, if everybody is not able to do this, a person who lives that way, he says, He's like another little shepsel, a little sheep that follows along with the rest of the flock. And whatever the other, whatever the others have accomplished, that's what he'll accomplish. And everybody knows that in the, in, in the, if you have a whole flock of sheep, there's not one of them that that like is outstanding or gets you know recognized, or gets a call to come to the White House and gets an award for something. Every single every single one is the same sheep. Does the same the same lamb. Whatever it is, Christ does the same thing. Makes it eh, a little bit eats a little, doesn't it? And then they die eventually. And that's it. They give me a haircut and then they die. And that's the whole thing. Everyone's the same. So each each little one says, I, I, each chapter says, well, I'm no different. I can't do anything that these others are not doing. I can't do anything different. A person who lives that way, he says, He says, If these are the shifas of a person, just to be like everybody Else, meaning everybody in his circle, family, friends, to be like everybody else, and how they understand their uh, the limitations of life, and to follow suit with those people, 
even if, even if they look at him a certain way, from such a, a sheaf, this, this person doesn't have any aspirations. There's nothing to talk about. The biggest Rahmanis. He would say the same thing to his own son coming back from Cheder, and the boy says, I can't, I can't. There are a lot of other boys that were crying, and I can't, it's not for me. What do you mean it's not for you? You have to try. The first thing is that each and every one of us has to remember all the time. Each person is his own separate person. It's a separate, it's a separate world. It's a separate Megillah. Every person is a separate, a whole different story. At 120, it's not like there's multiple choice or true and false or comparing one to the other. Each person is his, is, is, is his own parish. It's not how did you compare to your friends or were you part of that chever. Not one of us is going to be measured or judged as part of a chever. There's no such thing. Everybody is different. So the fact that some people do a certain thing or some people act a certain way that's not mechayev me at all. Adam nimda ba'ifin ishi, akuv akadosh baruch only Hashem and the person himself. In the end, that's all it is. In the end, it's just each one of us and akadosh baruch That's how we're measured, and that's how we're judged. Avul ikar kaiyshi knows kisha adam menaseh v'hulamatzliach. So, leaving aside that first kind of a person. This Rachmanis of a person who doesn't have his own mind and doesn't and doesn't it doesn't aspire to 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 accomplish his own accomplishments, but just to imitate the copy, to be one of the herd, leaving that aside, that's a big Rachmanis. But in in the lives of good and healthy and emotionally stable people, this emerges in a different way. It takes on the the following the following shape. The difficulty sets in when the person tries something. In other words, he, he tried something. He's not, he's not just going to imitate. I'm not going to be just like the one of the chev. I'm going to try to do something. The problem is, he tried. There isn't a person here who hasn't, who hasn't been disappointed in that. He tried something. It wasn't a and then he says, like the little boy coming back from Cheder, he says, Now, of course, if his child says that, he sends him back, right back on the bus the next day. It's nothing to talk about. But if he himself is and he says, as we get older, the Lobishvilis begin to get more scary. So that could be at work, that could be in school, that could be in Yiddishkeit, that could be in a marriage. Sometimes it's not. It's not like it's always bishvilcha. Sometimes it's not. Sometimes you're in the wrong job. Sometimes you're in the wrong marriage. Sometimes you're in the wrong school. There's such a thing. I, I even have heard parents say that this is not for me. I, I said, well, what, what do you mean? You know, this parenting is not for me. I said, well, there's a problem. There's a fundamental problem. What's that? You have four children. So they, they think that the, that the parenting is them. 
there, there is such a person who has a thought like that. There's a little when it comes to parenting, to being a parent. There's a little Oh, they go on feeding, they go on dressing, and they go on paying tuitions, but there's a little you could see parents like that. It's not for me. I'm not the parent type. So they give up and they, they, they continue because they're not going to, God forbid, desert or abandon a child. And there's a sense of a chayis, but the emes is Then you see other parents that they take on the job of being parents. Ah, that sheif is to be great parents. Their children involved and if she is to be great parents. I don't think most people like that. Maybe I shouldn't say numbers. Most people, I don't know. A lot of people are not like that. They just, they remain parents, but without Shaifas to be a great parent. Just, well, they'll say something like, listen, my parents are not so gewaldig, so, and, and I turned out okay. So, we'll keep that tradition of mediocrity moving along. <clears throat> person feels he's not much lich at something. It's very common. A parent feels I'm not much lich at this. I'm just not a good parent. I'm not good. I say something, the kid does the other thing. When they're little, it's a clinicite. You know, and, and, and I know parents of little children never like to hear the older ones saying, oh, oh, oh clinic in the clinic grazer in the grazer They don't like to hear that. You think you have problems now because you can't get your kid to sleep. You have problems now because you, you can't get your kid to go into the bathtub. That's a problem. That's nothing. Wait till you see when they're teenagers. Now wait till you see when you have gone through the different kinds of things. Khalil, Khalil. But, you, but you have young parents that from an early time, they feel it's not for me. I know, I know mothers. Just a few of these things. I know, I know a few mothers that they became seriously depressed after they had a child. Not just for a few days. They became very, very depressed. And they gave up. They can't, I can't do it. I can't, I can't live every second with this. I can't do it. Like it doesn't mean that they're not going to change the kid and they're going to put him to bed and so on, but they, they disengage at an early stage of life. They disengage and then they, they raise the kid with like, spend a lot of time in other places and doing whatever, you know, so on. That, that's very common. You have that in marriage all the time. There was a big romance. We're getting married. Gewaldic, everything's gewaldic. But then at some point, something goes into the head and says, Lobishvili. But not to the point of a get. We're not talking about anybody that's miserable, horrible, or bad, or abusive. You know, that's something that's normal, you know. But uh, to have a deep relationship with my spouse, is that Lobishvili? Lobishvili, man. Sometimes for certain people, it's good that they let go of some kind of a bigger hasag and they could get along with each other. You know, less drama. But it's Rahmanas. It's still Rahmanas. Zalobishvili. Loma Zalobishvilo. Kiyunisapam. How does he know it's not for him? Because he tried once. Tamai, maybe even twice. Rav Sholosh, maybe even three times. Vilohitzlir. And he wasn't Maslir. This is the main this is the main minia, this is the main obstacle in life. This is what's holding a person back 
from really achieving, from accomplishing what he's able to accomplish, but not what he's only able to accomplish, beyond what he's able to accomplish, because there's a God. This is this is what's holding a person back. But With this way of thinking and feeling, there's no chance that he's going to go through this life. He's going to live his years and do great things according to his madrega and beyond his madrega. As we learned, there are people who are not naturally so talented. They were not naturally so great, but they but they reached greatness and they made a big difference in the world. And they made they made a big ration. And when I say big ration it doesn't mean that they became famous. Children and grandchildren, they made a ration in the family, made a big ration. There was greatness. There was greatness. Many times unfortunately by Shiva and I hear I hear the children talking about the parents, about a parent who passed away, something like you know, you know how it, you know, I'm sure you felt this also, like you think that you're going to shiva to give somebody chizik, but then you walk out and you got a lot more chizik than you gave because you just sat there listening to, to, to the child talk about a parent, a father, and a mother and said, oh, that was a great person, I, I, I didn't know, just like some little idol that sat in the back of the shul, you know, I, I had no idea, I can't tell you how many times this has happened, it goes someplace and, and the person's telling me about that, that and I, yeah, wow, it's a great person. And made a great impact upon upon people. That it's not known outside of that little circle, but made a big change in the world. Made a big relation, changed the lives of, of, of people. Knowledge. A person who goes through life giving up after having failed at something a few times is usually that person is usually not going to accomplish much, and is not going to reach any greatness. Is going to acquire very little. I'll just try to get by. I'll try to be a mediocre husband, a mediocre wife, a mediocre parent, a mediocre Jew. Just you know, nothing, nothing uh, great. Not to batch up too badly. Certainly, one can continue keeping Torah mitzvahs to be an observant Jew. But to reach a madrega pnimis, something really significant and meaningful and inner madrega, madrega of inwardness, madrega pnimis, to be able to bring out my nefesh, my soul, to live in a soulful way in contact with who I really am. This person, Holoyagia, is not going to reach them. It's not going to happen. Be a nice thing, they'll put a couple of nice words in them and say, they'll make a couple of nice speeches. But that's, that's, really, that's really it. That's really it. It's not going to come to Madrid of Pneumis. Anything that a person reaches in life without hard work, without toil and hard work and struggle without being stubborn I'm staying here I'm going to keep up with this I'm going to continue with this again as long as it's something which which um, is reasonable what? 
without the stubbornness and determination that I'm going to keep on trying until I succeed. I'm going to keep on trying. I'm going to keep on working at this until I succeed. You know, we're talking about void and ruchnis. It doesn't necessarily have to mean that when it comes to a job or some business and so on. But in ruchnis, the tzaddikim have told us that. The Ishbitzer, the Psalter brings down, I mentioned many times, that when it comes to the ruchni, if a person is in action, Hashem has to give it to him eventually. If you want something in spirituality, and you really want it, and you don't give up on it, you have to get it. There's no such thing. The Ishbitzer said, in Gashmias, you could want something very badly and not get it, because it might not be good for you. And even though you keep on asking for it, it might not be good for you. But when, is, when it comes to Ruchnius, you want to be able to daven better. You want to be able to learn better. You want to be able to, to, to your heart should open to other people, and you and you beg Hashem for this. The Tzaddik brings from his very Ishbit said that it must be answered. Such, such action as if you're stubborn, eventually it has to work. It can't fail. It cannot fail. If you want to be a Tzaddik, it can't fail. If you're an action to be a Tzaddik, it can't fail. Until you became an action, you had a thousand reasons why you can't be a tzaddik. My parents were not tzaddikim. I come from a place where there are no tzaddikim. I didn't learn any, I don't know any Torah. I'm this, I'm this, I'm that. I, uh. But then when you became an action to be a tzaddik, the emiss in action, it can't be that you won't become a tzaddik. It can't be. If you don't, go away. And in a kinyin amiti, hakon if you're not in action over something, if you're not in action, if you're not stubborn and relentless, so then you'll never really acquire it. The true reason that most people do not ascend, meaning do not reach their potential, and certainly not beyond their potential. Or at least one of the main reasons. They don't have the patience to keep up with that stubbornness of sticking to something. To keep it up. They don't have that patience. They've failed and it wears them down. We see this in yeshiva the, with the boy or the or the fellow that wasn't matzliach and it was hard for him, he gave up. We see this, because even in, in things of this world, although again, with this world it's not an absolute, but we see with things of this world. Everybody knows that somebody who opens up a business, Usually, when you open up a business for the first year or two, for the first year or two, it's not a profit. It's not profitable. With most businesses, you don't make you don't make a profit the first year or two. It's understood. There's a time that you invest, and you can't expect to make back right away. That's not how it is. You have to you have to work hard at something. You keep on working at it. You keep on working at it. And then Mitzvah uh, you'll see returns on the investment. You'll begin to make a profit. Only over time, you have to be patient and keep up at it. You'll begin to make a profit. 
So we see that it's even like that in this world. It's even like there were things of this world. That you have to you have to keep up, you have to be in action. Of course, again, that with business it could be making a mistake in the face. That's, but but to be much like anything you have to be in action. You have to be you have to be stubborn. You have sometimes a person in Gashmias and things of this world is too much of an action and they won't let go of something. Even though everybody else is saying it's not a good thing, it's not a good thing and the smart people and older people think it's not a good thing. But but we understand that the people who are most much in the world are the biggest akshanim. They're the biggest akshanim. You meet anybody that's really much in an exceptional way, that's very successful, they're akshanim. They have a certain quality of stubbornness. That they, they, they're not, they don't back off of something. They keep it up. They keep it up. They keep on working at it. Yeah, you have some shalchanim. They make a lot of shaduchim. You have other shalchanim. They make much less shaduchim. So much fewer shaduchim. So what? It's just a mazel that they met this one, this one met that one, and this one's smarter, that one's the What makes for that? Quality of uh, I've often thought about this, having spoken to, you know, over, over the, the years and with, you know, of trying to my daughters to make shaduchim. I um, I, I I've spoken to many people who it came across to me very very clearly that that that, that this is not this this is not what the shadchan should be how shadchan should be talking or, or behaving. When you find a shadchan that's relentless, they're like that. They're nice, they're nice, but they're akshan. They attend a lot of weddings, those, those shadchan. They go to a lot of chasnas. Everybody else is crashing. What are you going to do? There aren't enough boys. It's Rahman. There are no boys, there are no boys. Then there are some, you even have some of these mothers that like, they get onto the Indian and they take it like, you know, as someone said, uh, uh, my wife is talking to a friend. What are you doing? This is because she was a teacher. No, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to get somebody for my daughter this year. She took off. She took off from work. Everything. <laughs> this is it. So is that a, okay? I'm not saying that's a level of established that that's required of us. I'm, I'm not talking about is it a too much established? But there's nakshanis. There's nakshanis. There's a person that the, people who are matzliach have such a meter of nakshanis. It can make you look crazy sometimes if you if you meet up with that person. Sometimes it comes in a way that's 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 hard to to, to, to if you're more of a, a delicate type, it's hard to deal with that. But there's nakshanis and, and kedusha. And when the Bible said about his ki'am he was praising us. The Baltani writes about this. Oh, they were stiff-necked people. Moshe when he said ki'am to forgive them, they're stiff-necked. When they do an avera, they they really work at it. But you'll see, Barshim, give them a chance when they do mitzvahs, they, they're also stubborn. They're stubborn, they're stubborn, they're tough people, they're stubborn, they keep up, they keep up at it. They have to learn more, they have to understand what Naveir is and how to get closer to you, but they're stubborn. They're stubborn. They're all great people, you see such a meeting of Akshanas, but Sadiqim, but Akshanas. Keep up at something. Again, 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 I'll try it. So when it comes to Avedis Hashem, 
a person who has been trying for, we're talking about Ruchnius, who has been trying at something, and he doesn't see results, Miyad, he comes to the conclusion, Miyad Masik, he comes to the conclusion, it's not for me. I, he says, don't you see, you have some people, when it comes to Gashmias, when it comes to making money, they are Ekshanim. When it comes to making money, they'll keep up at something. They'll work, and they'll go again, and they'll try it again, and again, and again. And they'll put in tremendous amount of time. And, and you ask them, how, you know, you're ready, when are you going to make some profits? You have to be patient. But that same person, when it comes to Ruchnius, you look at them, they've given up. Shabbos is not Shabbos, davening is not davening, learning is not learning. Why? Because they gave up. But that same person can be a big action. He has a mid of actions, but he uses it only when it comes to when it comes to work. Or he uses it only when he gets into an argument with his wife, and he's not going to give in. Then he doesn't give in. No matter how much, he's not giving in. It's an action. He's not going to give in. When it comes to davening, it didn't work out. He gives up. I'm not a davening. Maybe I'll be good at something else. I'll be a, I'm good. I'm not a davening. It's not a, but then that same person, you, you see, he's a big action with other things. How could this be? That the same guy, when it comes to Gashmius, when it comes to this world, you see that he has a mid of He goes after something. But when it comes to Ruchnius, he's a pushover. How could that be? The answer is, Ein Breira. What's, the, what's his choice? You know why? You know why when it comes to Gashmius, he's an action? Because everybody told him. Everybody told him that when you start a business, you have to give it time. And when you start a business... You have to invest money and you have to invest time and you can't expect to see a profit for the first year or two or three. Don't expect to get any profit. So he has no choice because how else is he going to do it? That's the only way that it works. So he feels that that he he trusts what people are telling him. He sees that that's how it is in the world and he hopes that it will work like that for him too. So he keeps it up for two or three years and he eventually to see profits. So let's go away from now from the stock market or from the marketplace of, of this world of Gashmis. And let's go and speak to some of the Seichim of Avadis Hashem. Let's go speak to some of the some of the uh, of the Rabbi Shalom's business people. The ones who are his, his business people, meaning davening and learning. Tzadikim. Seichim. If you go and you speak to the whole, get together a, a room full, like like they always have these things on, on the radio, that there's going to be like this luncheon for small businesses, or this thing for that. They have like this little get-together to give chizik to people, to talk about some ideas and business. So let's say we're going to have a conference, and you get together big, big, big in one room, and bring them into one room. All of these Avdei Hashem you bring into one room. So Avdei Mahamitiyam. And it's so Avdei Hashem. Big Avdei Hashem. And ask them. 
Right? That's what people like to do with business. They go to the, they go to like some hotel at the LaGuardia airport or something, and they have a meeting of this profession, the business. They talk to them and they give they share ideas and so on. So you go to this meeting. We go to this meeting of big tzaddik and big avdashan, and we we want to ask them questions because that's what they do in business meetings. They bring some like billionaire and they ask him, hey, how did you make so much money? And he says, oh, I did this, I did that. And the, all the people there are writing notes, oh, they're saying so. So, so we go to this meeting. And the big, big tzaddik, a big oivda Hashem, and they're sitting there. So we want to ask them, how, how are you matzlich? Right? How, how did you're a tzaddik? How did you, how were you matzlich in becoming a tzaddik? You were born like that? You inherited your tzaddikis? Did you make that tzaddikis? How did you become a tzaddik? You're going to the, to the meeting and you're asking, how, you're asking the tzaddik, how did you become a tzaddik? Did it come to you that you were tzaddik like after a day or two working in it? You felt like a tzaddik? It went, it went smoothly. You started feeling like and you're davening and you're learning. You felt like you were attached to the Baruch after a day or two. Is that how it was? You made a million dollars right after a day or two. Is that how it was? And you avoided it was a million dollars. It was a million dollar avoided Hashem after two days, after two years, after 20 years. It was a million dollar avoided Hashem. Maybe it was a month or two. Or perhaps it featured those tzaddikim and you talk to them, they'll tell you honestly. Like we have how Rabbi Nachman describes how he was killing himself to be an Oyved Hashem. But he broke himself to be an Oyved Hashem. So they tell you the truth at the conference, at the luncheon. The tzaddikim tell you, what do you think? You think because I all of a sudden like they they put my picture you know like like they say from a gift I think I must tell you that I, I still saw in a, a book that a gift was an American but he went to learn in Europe he was one of the one of the earliest of the American Gedolei Torah so he went to learn in Europe and they say in his room he had he had pictures of uh, over his desk or whatever he had pictures of Gedolei Yisrael. And a different gedolim, and he had there was one empty spot on the wall, and they asked him what's going on over. There? What do you have? Like everything is with pictures, and that's he says that's where I'm going to be. That's not because of ego that he wants to be like in a picture. He said, that's what I want. That's what I'm going to be. I'm going to be in that place. So you think that for a gift that that, that meant that he was going to sit back and wait for it to happen, and he killed himself, thousands of sleepless nights. Avoid it. To, to get to that place, that's what he—that's what he wanted, and it was hard. Till the to the light, to the to that light began to pour into the, into the life of the tzaddik. They'll tell you at that meeting. It took a long time, a long time, years and years. It took a long time. They believed in the they believed in the Rabbanishlam. is there, and the Rabbanishlam can be trusted to pay and to help. They believe with all their hearts that every drop of every drop of effort, every every drop of perspiration that they put into the Avodas Hashem, that it's going to it's going to it's an investment. It's an investment. It takes time. It's going to pay off. Takes time. 
They didn't, they didn't say it's a lo bishvili. The Taishas didn't go. That Gemara didn't go. Or that Indian in Avedis Hashem didn't go. Or they slipped and got to be somebody didn't have there. They think that Tzadikim never had, that they, that they had Messianis, that they had Avedis. And Tzadikim had told us about different Indians. It's very rare that we have Tzadikim that told about these things, that spoke about. But we have some things like that. But everybody has his Messianis and his Avedis in his heart. And he fell and he got up and he fell and he got up. Shavu Yibal Tzadik come. Everybody. That's why I told you a few months ago that Rav Hutner, all of a sudden, was, was annoyed with all of these uh, Gedolim biographies that give the impression that, that the Gedolim like came, like they came like that. Like it was easy for them. They just woke up, like you wake up the Chavetz Haim. Just woke up one day and he was the Chavetz Haim. He was a little boy and then he became the Chavetz Haim. It just happened. And Rav Hutner said, you read these books, and pe- regular people read these books, like kids, and they read these books and they say, forget it, I can't, I'm not like that. I, I don't want to go shovel the snow for the whole village in the middle of the night. I don't even shovel the snow. My, my father already asked me seven times I didn't go. And I got the Chavaz Chaim when he was a little boy. He's shoveling up the whole village. You know, the pictures and they, they, cut, they make cartoons in the little notebooks. Chavaz Chaim shoveled the whole thing and he didn't tell anybody. So, so they read all these stories. They say, I'm not, I'm not, I can't do this. It's not for me. I'm not like that. Zalobishvili. We asked the Chavaz Chaim, how did you become the Chavaz Chaim? I'm going to tell you to become the person that I became. It's not vital. It's hard work. And even then it was impossible. Yad Hashem, the Kajalei Shia, Hashem is Baruch. Hashem is Baruch brought me to a place that I, I, I never even imagined myself. It brought me to this place. But the Chavz Haim believed every single second that not every time that he's working at something, even if he failed with that particular specific attempt, but it was still didn't go stam, didn't it wasn't wasted. It was part of building himself up into the Chavetz Chaim. Not the Zelobishvili, Zelobishvili. Chayovim liyos kaidem b'mahalos shel hazorim b'dima. One has to know. That Hazar Medim is not just something you sing before benching on Shabbos and Yom Tif. Hazar Medim is to plant with tears. That's, that's what it means. That's what life is. Planting with tears. <coughs> Shifas and Yigiyas and hard work. And the person's attitude is, my job is to plant. And it's hard and I'll, and I'll do whatever I can. And when Hashem wants... If Hashem wants, and when Hashem wants, if what, then who you tell Adam is shall be It's up to him. I could I could plant everything. It might not rain. How it comes out, that's the Baruch Shalom's Indian. My job is to plant. My job is to use all of my kaiches to work hard. And not is the lobish It's not for me. I can't to work. And then and to. And to know that there's a Baruch Shalom, and whether I see it with my eyes here or it's, in, it's after this world, whatever it is is going to be, ultimately, every single drop that I put in, every drop of effort that I put in will add up to that. With great joy, you will reap harvest, the harvest. Avedis Hashem must take place in this way of, of what? Of, 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 of making sacrifices. Of of giving up what would be easier. 
And a person has to know that to be a, to be to become an Eved Hashem, to be a, not even to be a tzaddik, to be a bit, to be a big elachiyid, to be an elachiyid, that you have to work on every nakuda, pam, pamayim, one time, a second time, and even it could be years later. Let's say you worked on kas, you worked on lashnar, and it comes up twenty years later, it still comes. You have to work on it again and again and again. It's always a cumulative final, you know. It's always cumulative. Everything you just got is cumulative. It's not like in school that they just asked like the last two weeks of stuff and it doesn't make a difference what happened before. Which every, every student in school hates those tests, the cumulative tests. But those are the only intelligent exams that I give. Those are the only way exams should be given. Today, always, always, chazara, 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 chazara. That's what, that's what it is, hard work. Do you understand, especially now, this is not something... This is not the theme song of our generation, hard work. And the theme song of our generation is Allah Bishvili. Or whatever makes you feel good and so on. I don't think it's necessary to go into that whole thing which we've spoken about so many times. But what feels good, and I'm, what I, if, if I'm good at that, if I'm good at that, that means it's a sim that it's... Or if, I was, if I'm not much clear... So now this guy's switching yeshiva so quickly. And I talk about this all the time. I was just talking to a Yidan Shabbos. He came from far away. I mean, he's, he's looking to a job here in New York and he comes from Europe somewhere a very nice keel in Europe a small keel in Europe a very from keel in Europe and, I, and he said to me you know he's looking here in the area he's looking for some position or where to live and a job and so I, I just looked at him and I said why do you want to do that so he said what do you mean why this is New York I said I know that's what I'm asking so why do you want to do it you, li- you live in this you live in this. You live in a. He lives in this beautiful little kibbutz in Europe. So he tells me. So he says to me, "Why do you think I want?" So I said, "I'll, I'll guess. Let me guess. The, the chinuch of the children." So he says, "Right. The chinuch of the children." So I said, "Tell me something. In your in your little place there. In your little place with the funny accents and all of that. In that place where you are, how many kids do you know in your shul?" That have become a challe Shabbos. That wear nose rings and puppet rings and are eating treif and smoking pot day and night. How many you got of that? Like in your little, in your little chaver there, in your keel. So he says to me in, in a funny little accent, actually there are none like that. So he said, oh, welcome to New York. He says, here is the land of New York is the world of choices. If choices and yeshiva, you know what? Yankee goes to one yeshiva, doesn't like it. You don't like it. You don't like the way the teacher looked at Yankee. Yankee, you're going to a different yeshiva. Never going to step foot in that yeshiva again. Let's go, Yankee. Yankee goes to another yeshiva. And the third yeshiva, fourth yeshiva. And not only that, but in each of the yeshivas, nobody has to really make it work because there's always another yeshiva. So we'll throw them out of this yeshiva, go to another yeshiva. Just talk to the kids, see where they, go talk to them where they're hanging out and ask them about their experiences. Or if you want to wait till the summer, go up to the mountains. Any exit off the 17th, whatever you like. And find the kids, talk to them, and ask them. But how come in that little in that little kahila over there in in Europe, how come there's zero dropout, zero, and even places in America, shtetlach with little from communities, little twenty families, zero, and they have their little day school, the little yeshiva, they have them zero. You know why? Because the principal can't say that this kid is malbishvili. You can't say, this boy is not for me. I can't take him. You can't say, what are you supposed to do, put him in public school? You can't say, Zobashvili. Every yeshiva in New York could say about any kid, Zobashvili. 
This kid's not for our school. That's not true. If you would work hard at that kid, he would be a great, he would be a great, great, great student. But why should I? Let someone else take care of him. There's a yeshiva two blocks from here. We don't have to make it work. We're, deal we're living in such a time <clears throat> where the danger of that, especially in the larger communities, is so, is so, is so obvious that it's not a matter of <clears throat> having more choices or less choices. It's a matter of akshanas. I've seen, I've seen rebellion that they'll have the most difficult kid in the world, and that Rebbe said, we'll take as a project, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to work with this kid. I'm going to work with this kid. The kid phew, becomes the best, most harsh of a kid. Then you find another place after the, after the third day of class, this, this Rebbe said, everybody went, oh, now I just got to figure out how to get this kid out of my life. Fail him. This. Don't talk to him. And that. How to get him out of my life. And if he has to stay in class because his parents pay full tuition or something, so I'll tolerate him. No. But an action, an action, that person is ready to shake heaven and earth to help a kid, to be with that kid. When you're out of town, you can't send a kid to another place. If there's no, there's no other show in town. What am I going to do? I'm in this town. There's the only there's the only Jewish day school. There's the only yeshiva in this place. I'm gonna, I'm not gonna set him off to the to be with the goyim. He has to be with us. So we're gonna do it. We're gonna make this work. But the uh, the, the person's attitude could be, "Is that It's not for us. It's not it's not for us. Or the kid could feel this place is not for me. I'd rather go to that yeshiva. See those yeshiva, the kids in that the boys in that yeshiva. Their sneakers are nicer than the boys in our yeshiva. In New York, you could have a... I've had boys that told me they want to go to other because they have a better hockey team. And I, I'm not saying I don't... I understand where the kid's coming from. He likes hockey. There are, there are, there are a bunch of yeshivas. So how does he measure the yeshiva? This has a better hockey team. So It's not saying this, this, the more the key is, there's more being. There's a better hockey team, so I'll go to that yeshiva. Yes, some, yes, some kid, in, I don't know where, in uh, Richmond, Virginia, ask him, which yeshiva are you going to? Let's consider the better hockey team. We're going to the yeshiva. They're going to the, I don't know, whatever. There's a bunch of Jews there together in one building. That's where I'm going. And, and it better work out over there. That's, that, you get that. It's your shot. You have to make it work. And the teachers have to make it work. And the rebbeim have to make it work. It has to count. So nobody can walk. Nobody can go home. Nobody can go home and say, this kid's not for me. What do you mean? It's such a process. How many Jews are there in this town? And the Baruch put this kid in your, in your life. So you can't say it's not for you. But when you're in a big city like New York or these other big heels like Los Angeles or Baltimore, these other larger neighborhoods of the neighborhood you show, I remember that they pass kids around like, like, like they pass them around mamish like ping pong balls. They're going from one place to the next. Nobody has to make it work. And everybody can be messiahish. The kids don't have to make it work. The parents don't have to make it work. And the yeshivas don't have to make it work. So where's the kid end up? The kid ends up. The kid ends up where he, someplace else. Not where the parents wanted. And the parents crying, oh yeah, I didn't want him there. And the school says, oh, we didn't want him there. And the baby says, oh yeah, I didn't want him there. And the kid says, that's why I wanted to go. He was an action. And he got what he wanted, the kid. It was an action. Well, now he said the yeshiva is over Shirali. How can he not say that? He felt it. He felt it every second coming from the principal never Rebbein. This is over Shirali. That's what happened to the kid. Yiddishkeit means Hazar Medim. 
זה נבוכניאס, נגשים זה נבוכניאס, זה בשבילי, דאבנינג זה בשבילי, שמיוס הלושנה זה בשבילי, שמיוס העיניים זה בשבילי, בן ארבע לחבר זה בשבילי, בן ארבע זה בשבילי, בשבילי נברא העולם. For that word, Bishvili, the whole world is created, that a Jew should accept that and say, Bishvili, it is for me. Yiddishkeit is for me. I have to be an action in it. You have to work for everything. Pam, pamayim, esav, esav, mayapam, hundred, pam, and then it could be on the hundred and first time, 101, like Chazal tell us, the person's chazing is learning 101 times, because they used to, to chaz 100. So then it opens up. Oh, then he, then he could understand. You see the guy in yeshiva that doesn't give up. There was a guy that when we were in yeshiva, everybody used to make fun of him because he used to ask a thousand times ago and asking everybody the Gemara was the something and he asked the Rebbe hundred years. Nobody could take him. He became a great Talmud Chacham. Became a great Talmud Chacham. He was an action to make sure that he would understand the Gemara. Other guy said, "All right, it's a hard Gemara. I'll do it. Figure out the next Gemara. This one's too much." Right? This kid didn't let the Rebbe go. Even though the Rebbe loved that, but he used to get him, I used to see the Rebbe would already have enough, and he, says, he would start, sometimes I would just say, already, can look, and leave me alone. But he kept up at it, this kid. He became a big Talmachachim. Hakshavis. Hashem should help us that we shouldn't be for those people who, who, who make ourselves small, who don't see in ourselves what we could become. In doing so, we, we keep Hashem from giving us so many gifts that He wants to give us, because we don't have that belief that he, that we can we can begin and that He'll help us. Each one should have great sheifas, true sheifas, to grow and to reach greatness, according to what Hashem helps that person reach. To give nachas ruch to the to the one who made him. So we need a bit of a break now because even on the 21st I have a, a chas name as Hashem. So uh, it's going to be around a, a, a month, Baruch. We're going to begin the chapter of, of which is a continuation of this, the Midah of Tamimus. What's the meaning of Tamimus? Of Tamimus, how each and every one of us can achieve that Midah of Tamimus, whatever that means, even though we don't feel that we have our own natural inclination to that, but we could, we could achieve the Midah of, of Tamimus. I don't see other hot brushes somewhere.